Who's ready for another Friday episode of BuddyCast? I'm host Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a special buddy of mine, professional mascot, Steven. How you doing today? Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Happy to have you on the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're a professional mascot. I got to start by asking, what sparked your interest in in going into mascot? So um, funny story, actually, when I was a little kid, I was terrified of mascots and anyone in a costume. Um, But, you know, looking at people, seeing different people be able to do different stunts, kind of be someone who they're not actually um, and let their actual personality come out. That's kind of what sparked my interest. Um, If you know, if you know me as a person or you meet me outside, like I'm a very reserved person, kind of laid back. But once I put on the suit, I can be someone I'm not. So it's kind of like my um, little own persona. So that's nice. what sparked my interest. Yeah. Nice. I love it. It's like when I was a clown, you know, on the, on the real world, you're just like all business and everything like that. But when you're a clown, you can just do whatever. Like you can just goof around or just have fun, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like there's season, there's season ticket holders that I know that mm-hmm. while I'm in suit, I can run up, you know, I'm super funny to them. Um, I interact with them, but then I'll walk past them after the game and they don't have any idea who I actually am. I just walk past as me. Nice. Nice. And imagine, imagine their shock if they'd be like, that's you or something like that one day, you <laughs> exactly. know? Exactly. Yes. So with becoming a mascot, there are obviously a lot of skills involved, a lot of athletics, a lot of, you know, like entertainment skills. Can you tell us about some of those skills that you've had to learn over the years? Yeah. Um, So for me, some of my skills have involved, I've had to learn how to figure skate and ice skate. Um, I have a lot of gymnastics background because there are a lot of different um, stunts that we have to do. It really depends on what sport you're working in. So if you're working in hockey, you have to have a lot of skating skills. You have to have um, a lot of skills or with moving up and down stairs because hockey stairs are very steep. Um, when you mascot in basketball, you have to have a lot of gymnastic skills because there's a lot of tumbling involved. There's a lot of, you know, dunk team rehearsal, stuff like that. Um, and it also all depends on your character. There are some characters who are known for doing these big skunt, these big stunts. and You have to have skills like that. But there's also a lot of characters who are known for just being the silly characters. And that, you know, sometimes that comes with an acting background. So you also have to you have to have a ride, like a very wide variety of different skills, mm-hmm. depending on your character. Nice. Now, for those skills, you mentioned like there's some that are um, like goofy and like do those big stunts. And then there are just some that are just goofy in general and just like to mess around. Um, what are some of your favorite acts or routines that you? Um, so right now with with COVID <coughs> going on, um, 
there are a lot of skits that we do on the video board right now. So one of my favorite ones is we actually do an Air 5 cam where basically what I do is I have to position my hand right on the edge of the screen for a high five and getting some of the fans to, you know, in the screen kind of match their hand up to me. They didn't, they never know like which side to go to and yeah, get that air five in there. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite ones to do just cause you know, it gets the fans involved. Um, but also people on the board look really funny trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before COVID, one of my favorite things is just our dunk shows. You know, you you come onto the court, the lights go down, you get the music going, and then the, just the reaction of the fans when you get the ball to actually go into the hoop. Um, being a mascot suit, you can't really see the hoop in front of you. You never know when you make it or not, but just the reaction of the crowd definitely lets you know, like, when you've made the ball in the hoop. Nice. Nice. So with – being a mascot there's obviously a ton of funny stories involved do you have some of those that you could share with us yeah um so one of my most memorable stories is um every about four or five times a season you know we have what's called mascot birthday parties where we go to different mascot or different arenas and perform i do remember there was one where we went to chicago for many of the bulls birthday and we were all super excited because we were going to rappel down from the ceiling and there were six of us and we get up there and we're all getting ready to go down. And the guy who's going to be rappelling us down, he starts counting and he counts, counts. He goes, Oh, they told me there were only going to be five of you guys. So there's six of you guys. So I was already scared to go down. There were about two other people who were really terrified to go down. We're like, no, 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 we don't have to go. He's like, no, we're going to get all six of you guys down. So in that time, he like Jimmy rigged a uh, fake like a fake harness, but it was me attached to Benny the Bull, and I'm just sitting there kind of dangling on just a rope that this guy has made. And it, I don't know, you you had to be there to really experience it, but it was one of the scariest slash funniest things that anyone has seen in a while around there, because you're you're literally you're 90 feet in the air and you're just dangling from this little rope that this guy has just real quick rigged together. It wasn't an actual harness that I was in. Mm-hmm. That I don't know about you, but I would be petrified up there. Actually. <laughs> I'd be not going down. Okay. See ya. I'll just meet you guys on the court or something, you know, I'll be the guy <laughs> exactly. who, like, you or something like, like Come on, a little further, a little further. You know. <laughs> yes. now, a quick follow up without mentioning names or without mentioning any of that, like, does mascotting allow you to make connections with other mascots with other like, like yes so um you know the state that we're in the city that we're in um all the mascots around each of your own city or state so it doesn't matter if you're in nhl nba nfl they all you know we're all very close and then we also connect and we get very close with the mascots in our actual league too. So the NBA mascots, every July, we actually have a conference that we all go. Um, one of the mascots will host it every single year. Um, two years ago, so my first year, we didn't do it last year because of COVID, but my first year was actually in New Orleans. And we got to all go down. We got to meet each other, connect, come up with different skit ideas, what we're doing. Um, we go over different rules, you know, um, Right now, it's a big thing when we take pictures, making sure that our hands are being shown at all times or um, 
you know, a lot of fist bumps, no high fives because of COVID, different things like that. So we go over different rules, different problems that each other has ran into and just different ways to fix those problems. But yes, we're a very tight knit organization. Nice. Nice. And so I like how you mentioned how you, you discussed the different ideas. You discussed like, okay, here's a problem that we're running into now. Like here's, you know, here's the COVID problem. How do we fix that? Or what are some things that we can still be ourselves and not have to be like the secluded character? Like everyone usually is like when, like you go to like Disneyland nowadays and you can't, you know, everyone's behind the railings or something like that. Yes. Everyone's, you know, it's like this kind of like that little element that you lose there or something. But um, but speaking of like adapting and everything, when you first started, did you have to go through any training programs, any like, or you mentioned that earlier, like you mentioned the training programs, but like, is there still like any courses that you still have to take professionally before you get the job or something like that? So there, there are a lot of different training programs that you can go to. They're, they're called mascot boot camps. They do teach you how to use your hands instead of your words. They teach you how to deal with heat and stuff. Fortunately, I didn't go to any of those. Um, part of the reason why is because I mascot in the minor leagues for so long. Um, you know, I worked for a baseball team, a hockey team, and a basketball team. I worked for all of those for about six years. So I had a lot of mascot skills built up. When you go to apply for a professional mascot job, they do, um, in the listings, it does say that like minor league is preferred or mascot boot camps are preferred. Um, but what a lot of people are looking for right now is a performing arts degree or a sports management background. So I do have a sports management background and that's some of the stuff that in professional mascoting they look for. And the reason why they look for that is because, you know, as a mascot, you're also a brand marketing person for your team. So you're looking on how to get out into the community. You're coming up with school shows, dunk shows, um, different health plans for the kids. So that's what they're really looking for right now. Sometimes you do have to understand that, you know, mascoting isn't what it used to be where it's all fun and games. A lot of times now you're a representative for the team. So mm -hmm. you, you know, you want to have your character be funny, but also make an impact in the community or do something for the community as well. Awesome. That's, and you're right. It is, you are a representative wherever you go, you know, it's, and I've learned that from past jobs that I've had, even if you're even working as a clown, you're a representative of that organization. So everything exactly. you do, you're basically under surveillance camera 24 seven. You're, there's no, like the minute you put that stuff on, you're under surveillance. Like, even if you think you're just going to McDonald's to get a quick bite to eat, or you're just going to like a drive-thru or something, all it takes is Correct. one small interaction one you know because especially with social media and stuff today where everything's so digital all it takes is one smile you know exactly and next thing you know like you like say you were at a park or something and you tried to um like you know you did like the crinkled up piece of paper and shot it in the trash can and you missed all it takes is someone to post that video and not post you know the ending part where you pick it up and put it back in to say yep this mascot litters or something you exactly know? yes Just and you know that's that's exactly um it brings me back to like i said we go to the mascot conferences and you know stuff like that happens where they say you know our hands have to be positioned there was a mascot who took a picture with someone who asked them to do like a um, chokehold on them and that person 
either a day or two down the line actually ended up getting into a car accident. But he took that picture and he took it back to the team that the mascot worked for and said, you know, I actually have this neck injury because your mascot touched my neck. So it's, it's something as small as that, that you have to understand, like you're representing the team. So if someone walks up and says, Oh, can you take a picture? Give me a chokehold. You have to make that split second decision. Is that something that I want my team to represent? or not? Exactly. Exactly. It just goes back to the bigger picture. It just goes back to, can this come back to me some way, somehow, even when you don't realize it, you know? Yes. So with this job, what are your hopes and dreams down the future? Like what are your, what are some of your goals for? So um, I hope to do this professionally as long as I can. But after that, I would like to just stay a part of our team marketing and branding. Um, you know, actually the gentleman who used to be in this position before me, he is an executive marketer for our team now. So that's why it's important to still have a degree while you're doing this, um, just so you do have something to fall back on. Let's be honest, my body's not going to let me do this until I'm 80 or 90. Mm-hmm. Um, most mascots normally retire right around 40. But, you know, as long as you are in good standing with your team, you can become a sales representative for the team. Um, still do something, even though you can't perform, you know, um, or manage game operations, different things like that. That's what I hope to still do after this. But I would love to stay in sports. Sports entertainment is definitely where my passion is. Nice. Nice. And I hope you get that opportunity. I truly do. Thank you. you would, you'd be awesome for that. I've known you I've known you for a while now, so you would be. Yeah. So what about, we mentioned the funny, sto- a funny story earlier. What about an inspiring story? You know, just a, a fan interaction that really touched your heart or something that you still remember to this day so this was one of my um first one of my first events we do a lot of charity events as mascots um we go to different children's hospitals we go to different benefits stuff like that um and at this particular hospital our team was bringing in players to kind of you know, give these kids something to look forward to, just put a smile on their face, signing basketballs, taking pictures with them. And I was just doing my normal routine. And one of my things I always do when I walk into a room is sometimes I'll trip and I'll fall kind of to try and get a reaction out of someone or just to know, let people know, okay, this mascot's entering the room. And I walked in, I tripped and I fell. And there was this little girl in the hospital bed and she just started laughing and a big smile came on her face. And I do remember her parents and the nurse and them all kind of looking shocked and her parents were crying. I didn't really understand what was going on. So I did my normal um, skid. I got my picture of her and then I started to leave the room. And as I was leaving the room, the nurse with her actually pulled me aside and she just said, she wanted to say, thank you so much. And I just nodded my head because it wasn't a, big deal to me but she actually said that this little girl has been in the hospital for about three months and it's been a few months since they've actually seen a smile come on her face um, just because she's you know she's been so down and so sick but that one small little thing that I did put a smile on that little girl's face even if it was just for a few seconds it was something that her parents got to see and you know that touched me because that's just me coming in doing my every normal day thing but was able to you know make a connection with a little girl and her family and i'll Mm -hmm. always remember that 
and that is what that is what it's all about. That's what it's all worth. If you can make, like we said as clients, if if you can make one person smile and forget about all their troubles for just one day, you know, for just that time period that you're with them, that's when you know you've Correct. done your job. That's when you know, like, or even when you, even as a as a sports mascot, when you go into a game, you know, many people are there to see the game but a lot of people are there to forget their day they're there to yes. forget about like oh i just had a terrible day at work i just had a terrible you know everything's just not going right for me i'm just going to this game for one hour to just focus on my team to just have a drink with my friends to enjoy just enjoy the most i have to worry about is if so and so is gonna win the game tonight or not you know yes and you know the other thing is it's as a mascot it's our job to make that person stay because i we have to remember these people are paying all this money to come to a game we're mm -hmm. at a game actually getting paid to be there so um you know if we're performing in front of twenty thousand people also we can't see all 20,000 people, but the hundred people we do see during the game, we have to try and make that connection so special. Exactly. And like we said before, you never know who you're going to impact next. You never know exactly what you're, what's going to happen in that case. But it sounds like for just this girl alone and just all the people that you've mentioned, sounds like you aim to be their buddy. Yes. Right? So my next question to you is in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? To be someone's buddy is uh, sticking alongside them no matter what, even if, you know, they're not the most popular person or they don't have all the friends in the world. Letting someone know, like, even though not everyone is there for you, I'm one person who is here for you um, in the good times or the bad times. And that will definitely show who your true buddies are, too. You know, even though I've moved halfway across the country now, still back home, I have a very few close, close friends who, even though we don't see each other every day, we still reach out to each other when we have problems and when we need something. And I feel like that's what's an actual buddy, just being there for someone no matter what. Love it. Absolutely love it. And part of being a buddy is being a charitable buddy. So if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be and why? So if I had to pick one charity, um, right now I would say it would be Big Brother Big Sisters. And the reason why I would say that is um, why I look back, I, I lost my mom when I was younger and I didn't have that mother figure. And um, we actually, I got put into Big Brother Big Sisters and I got matched with my big sister who was kind of like a mother figure there for me. And she was the person who, really pushed me to get out, try new things. Um, as a kid, I didn't have a lot of money. So meeting someone who can show me like, you know, there's still things to go out and do that you don't need money, but she actually got me out there. And that's what, you know, got me to want to go to baseball games, want to go to hockey games, all that stuff. And I don't think if I would have ever met my big sister, been part of the Rick Rod Big Sisters program and seen how much stuff is out there, I don't think I'd be doing what I am doing today. Love that answer. Absolutely yeah. love that answer. Thank you so much for that. And yeah. if I could just take a minute to just do a quick plug in here, we actually have a charity event coming up on October 3rd at 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, this is our little buddy, Lottie. She's one year old and 
she has three little holes in her heart right now. She was born prematurely, so she's been fighting the odds since day one, you know, just to just yes. to live. So um, right now she needs open heart surgery, and we at BuddyCast here are going to do everything we can to raise money to, whether it's to pay for the surgery, whether it's to provide the family with travel expenses like a hotel, meal, or just anything that they may need because we yes. want them to focus on their daughter rather than, you know, from all the traveling you've done, you know, if you're ever in an emergency yes. situation like this, the last thing you want to be focusing on is, you know, what, where am I going to stay or what am I going to eat? You know, correct. You the only thing you want to focus on is getting better. Exactly. You want to focus on your mission. You want to focus on, I want them to focus on their daughter. So yes. that would be October 3rd on our Facebook page for all our viewers please come right now. We, we have the donation link, which I will post to this episode later. Um, it's on GoFundMe. And right now we're up $700. So I thank everyone nice. who has donated thus far. You're, it's greatly appreciated. And it's, it's going to help the family in more ways than you know. So just wanted to plug that in. And now, buddy, it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this? Ready. For anyone who wants to be a mascot or even a professional entertainer, what is your advice to them? Um, never give up and never take no for an answer. Um, like I said, I mascot in the minor leagues for six years. And I do remember there were some times where, you know, you're, you're getting changed in a barn and there's a cow next to you or something. You just, you wonder why you're doing this and if it's all going to be worth it. And, you know, as long as you have the drive and you really want something and push for it, it will all be worth it in the end. So yeah, never give up and never take no for an answer. Never give up. Best advice there is. Never give yes. up. Well, buddy, thank you so much for taking the time yeah. up here on the show, being a buddy. You're not a guest on the show. You are an official buddy. Thank and you. Before we end the show, I have one favor to ask you. Yeah. Go be someone's buddy today. Got it. Alrighty. For all my buddies out there, this is my mascot, Buddy Steven. Please check him out. You'll you'll love it. But for all my buddies out there, remember, please tune in to BuddyCast on October 3rd for our fundraiser. And as always, go be someone's buddy today. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. Thanks for joining us on another wonderful episode of BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past Buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cast Don't feel none it can make it, buddy Here on Buddy Cast Hey, buddies, you thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started.